What's up, Wada Hockey? The second round is in full swing in the NBA, and the action increases from game to game. This is where the contenders are separated from the pretenders. To give you some skin in the game, DraftKings will be offering free-to-play pools every day of the playoffs, offering players a free shot at up to $10,000. That's up to $10,000 in total prizes up for grabs each day. The best part? It's free. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. All you got to do is download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests for an opportunity to win cash prizes. All you have to do is answer a handful of questions around what you think is going to happen during that day's games and track your results throughout the evening. Questions range from which team hits the most threes to which team scores first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Download the top-rated DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day, every day of the basketball playoffs. Head to DraftKings Pools page to get your shot at huge cash prizes. Again, that's promo code THPN for a limited time only at DraftKings. See DraftKings.com for full details. And as always, enjoy the show. Welcome back to another meaty, juicy episode of Water Hockey, proudly part of the Hockey Podcast Network, and as always, brought to you by DraftKings. Don't forget to head over to the DraftKings app today, right now, wherever you are listening to this, pop in promo code THPN, get in on all of the action. There are playoff games going on left and right, NBA, NHL. Major League Baseball says you can't put sticky stuff on your hands or in your pants or on your glove, but that's besides the point. Uh, First and foremost, happy Father's Day. We're recording this two days post-Father's Day. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick it over to Jason because he is the only papa on the show. Uh, Jason, first and foremost, happy Father's Day. Second, how was your Father's Day? Tell us everything. First off, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. The only human papa. Yes, exactly. Is, yes, that's fact. You know, we can all we can all be doggo parentos. I don't have uh, that. But I mean, you know, it was it was it was a lot of fun, man. <laughs> Hung out with my pops, uh, went over, grilled up some steaks and then uh ate some potatoes. And uh yeah, mom baked a cake. Uh but it was it was good times, man, good times. Then young nice. Maxwell got me a cool little book. Uh, for Father's Day, and uh, you're going to the Ranger game on Sunday. Nice. So, yeah. nice. It's two years old, Pretty already good. making purchases. That's a talented kid. Yeah, absolutely. He's got his own debit card, but obviously. Right. Tell him, be careful. It's to... the interest rates on those, those cards that'll get you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Patrick, uh, you and I hung out a little bit over the weekend, uh, hit up the Americans sure game on Friday, uh, which we the don't stars have to game? Oh yeah, it felt like uh, it felt like the minor league stars absolutely blew a, a four to two lead in the third period uh, and ended up losing it in o- OT, uh, which we'll kind of touch on a little bit more. But uh, how was the rest of your weekend? As I just told you, it took me a little bit of time to recover. Uh, but how how did you and the missus feel the next day? Uh, not too bad. 
I'm trying to remember if I golfed this weekend. I really can't remember. I think I did. <laughs> there was some golf on the U.S. Open. There was uh, some golf on. Big man John um, Ram, after getting told that he couldn't play golf no more because he had the COVIDs, came back and said, well, I guess you guys can kiss my ass. I'll just win the next tournament. Man, his butthole must have been so puckered that whole time because he was like in the clubhouse while eight other people were still trying to catch him and he just had to sit mm. there and watch probably just pounding beers left and right oh, yeah he had i don't know he's been. from spain so i've, I've probably a, a nice wine that's what i'm nice on red wine yeah that's that's what i'm drinking on tonight rest uh, a nice red uh, wine uh out of a box um but yeah we uh we also went to my brother-in-law's house for father's day which Jason, I have a question for you about Father's Day. Do you feel as a father that your father still gets over gets all the attention for Father's Day? Ooh. Uh ooh. Is it like technically if you have a chid, you're double dad cuz you're dad and grandpapa. This is true. Yeah, no, he d- yeah. The senior I- father gets to do whatever they want and if there's anybody else in the family that's also a dad which is just like along (laughs) yeah yeah no uh, i think you might be onto something there double dad yeah no it's that's pretty it's it's interesting that you brought that up because yeah i felt like i was obligated to do whatever my dad wanted to do for father's day and then i just yeah why can't you just say you know what this is my day too how about that yeah i don't want to do that i want to do this i think i got morning like to do whatever I wanted to. And then in the afternoon was like, I had shared yeah. custody two father's days, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, two Christmases. It's two father's days on the same day, I guess. Any other dads out there who share a father's day with their father as well. Let us know how you feel. Yeah. yeah once, once this comes out, uh, you'll be hearing this on Thursday at some point or any day after that, because once again, probably an evergreen episode for the rest of the summer. Uh, yeah. Let us know how you feel as a double dad, uh, or if someone else has the double dad, or duties, triple dad or triple dad. Would, yeah. Do we have if there's like a great, if there's a great papa, then yikes. I mean, it's all about him. This is true. Yeah. Do you think there are great granddads out there that listen to us? Do I hope think so. Our demographic? That'd be cool. I can look into the numbers. Each day. Six or like 70, uh, 80 plus, I think. Dude, I mean, is... No, you could be a young, you could be a young 60 and be a great grandfather. Uh, that's true. That's true. Could be. Yeah. Had a I child mean, young and then they had a child young. And next exactly. thing you know, you're a, you're a hip, great grandpapa. Well, that's enough possible. about our lineage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I will say um, this weekend, well, actually not this weekend, this midweek have some exciting plans coming up. Which is the range? Yeah, tell us, tell us what's going on. Uh, isn't that you? You told us about some some fun event coming up this Thursday. You hear about it every week, <laughs> and now you want to go try it out on Thursday at Lockwood Distillery, Lockwood Distilling Company, I believe is their name, in Richardson from four to eight p.m. The range is doing a free to the public event. So you've heard us talk about it. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'd like to try it out with, without paying for it first. Just give a little test drive, mm-hmm. a little taste. Nope. No pun intended now, on the test drive. <laughs> long drive competition. That's a pun for you. You can do that. Four to eight, I'll be there. 
Uh, I think a couple of my buddies are going to go as well. It's going to be a lot of fun. They just posted for T-Box Tuesday a not real course, a fictional course with a 228-yard par 3, which I would really like to try my hand at. See if I can, maybe they got it set up using their uh, the TrackMan technology. They got fictional courses like I just mentioned. They got real courses. I saw on their story you can play Pebble Beach if you are so inclined. Check them out at the range underscore golf on Instagram. Like I said, T-Box Tuesdays. They post a, uh, a flyby video of one of their virtual holes. And therangegolf.com for booking, rates, availability, all the courses they got. And uh, if you just want to know more about it. So, the range golf. We'll see you at the range. Beautiful. What, what, I, you you've just perfected that read. I mean, you've, it's just been better and better every week, and I think we have to point it out and and we have to applaud it. Um, I, it's it's completely off the dome every week. We love that. We need that. That's the kind of talent we love on here. <laughs> my, it's like it's like my uh, my Dude, golf major fantasy draft strategy, which is do zero research at all. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it always pans out, right? It's it's always off the cuff. It works every time. 90% I, uh, of the time. I got second in the U.S. Open draft between me, my brother, my cousin, and Jake, the guy at the range. And then what was the last major? The PGA Championship? Your boy so. took first. No? Ooh. Yeah. Well, the U.S. No, Open. The one, one, the one before that. that. Yeah. Was it the yeah, PGA I got first in the, the PGA Open? Championship. I go the... off of name recognition oh. alone. I mean, that's it's, all you need to It's do. gone okay. Um, but I will tell everyone out there, uh, if you go to the DraftKings app, put in promo code THPN, you can probably make a little money off these golf tournaments. Um, but sure I will can. say, if you are going off name recognition, Tiger Woods is not playing, so do not pick him because you're guaranteed to lose. Um, he's going to come back strong once again. I, I feel it. Um I think so. I'm a plums. Uh, that being said, I, I had a uh, I had a pretty fantastic Father's Day. Uh, headed over to my dad's house uh, or my parents' house. My dad, I guess, lives there. He's got a Blackstone uh, flat top grill. If you don't know what it is, look it up. Oh my god, phenomenal cheeseburgers. Uh, I felt like I was in paradise, straight out of a Jimmy Buffett song. Cheeseburgers in paradise. Um, oh yeah. <laughs> Paradise. It was fantastic. We had a great time. Uh, We are a family of golf fans, so we were definitely grunting and moaning when we were watching the tournament. Every time someone (laughs) missed, you know, a little oop or ah or oh boy, he almost had that one. Uh, But we had a good time. The theme for today is Q and A all day. It's the off season. We have uh, some questions that we took from you guys, the French fries, the fans, the babies. The Q-ish, and we are gonna we're just gonna kind of dive into those a little bit. Um, before we do that, though, we do have some some updated news. Obviously, the stars don't have a lot going on right now. It is the off season. They did sign Blake Como to a one year, one million dollar deal. So Como, one of your alternate captains, one of your veteran presences, uh, presences, 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 uh, will be back in the locker room playing once again next season. Um, the Allen Americans are in the thick of it, Presences? into the thick of it, and now everyone that listens to that is going to hear that stupid TikTok song in their head. 
They are in a battle right now God, against yes. the I'm Fort Wayne Comets, now. spelled with a K for whatever reason. Uh, they are down two games to one. Uh, Patrick and I, like we said, saw the Stars Juniors almost uh, where they blew that lead. Uh, that being said, they are currently, as far as we know, up two to one going into the third period. If they win this, they have to win tomorrow uh, to win the five game series and advance to the Kelly Cup championship uh there is some great news though uh for the americans fans and just for hockey fans in general the head coach steve martinson uh signed a an extension with the allen americans he's looking to win his 11th professional hockey championship this season he was basically the guy's the goat uh he's won 10 championships and is 25 seasons behind the bench um all in the minor leagues including four in his eight previous seasons with the Americans. I mean, the guy's the goat. The guy's been around the game for decades and continues to produce winning hockey. One quick thing, too, if you guys haven't gone over to the American site to either get season tickets or renew your season tickets, head over to allenamericans.com, go to the ticket section, renew those before the price bumps up at the end of this month. That being said, you know, we got to hang out with Garrett from Texas Hockey Apparel. As always, make sure to head over to TexasHockeyApparel.com, uh, see the new stuff they've got going on. I think he's introducing slides pretty soon. He's got some shorter shorts for the men if you want to, you know, skies out, thighs out. Uh, I think it's the Texas Hockey Apparel Chubbays. Yeah, he probably doesn't call him that. What? He also doesn't call that gray sweater a hug, but here we are. Head we can't over to always Texas get Hockey. what we want. We, we can't always, but when you try real hard, you get what you need. Um, that being said, <laughs> that being said, guys, I'm I'm ready to dive into these questions. We've got some uh, we've got some actual questions, like some legitimate hockey related questions. Um, well, all hockey related questions for the most part, um, and then a couple of fun ones tossed in there that you guys sent to us. We're going to be saying the person's name. I'm hoping that's okay with them. That sent us the question, and I'm just going to jump right into it. And I'm going to present the question to you guys. We'll do a little roundtable and uh, see what happens. Um, our buddy James out of Houston with the Roughnecks down there, uh, Beer League fien- uh, Phenoms, some might say, asked us to kind of start the entire thing off. What's your pregame ritual? And Patrick, I know that you don't skate and that's okay. What I would say is your is your pre-round ritual for golf. So we'll change it up for you. Uh, and then Jason, pregame ritual for, for the old pylon skate. Let's see. Uh, I really don't have a pre-game round ritual usually wake up like 25 minutes before my alarm for whatever reason mm-hmm. usually uh have my stuff laid out the night before that i'm gonna wear try and get to the course 20 minutes early and i don't know get a couple swings in maybe like three practice swings on the tee box and then uh, just kind of go for it Simple. and that's pretty much yeah i i do have rituals for pre-OU games, which ah, is oh. more, whoa, more whoa. serious. Okay. Um, Are you at liberty to discuss those? Because I understand with superstitions, if other people do them, then it might cancel them out. So, I mean, if you don't want to share, that's okay. But sharing is caring, and this is a safe space. Uh, I think I'm a bit immune from other people commandeering our ritual. Uh, it's Steve, my wife's, and my, my wife. My wife. Mm-hmm. We do a single shot of Jaeger uh, before every OU game. That is so beautiful. 
we also did a shot of Jaeger after our marriage. That's so beautiful. Our and friend, our friend made us a, like a custom two person shotski. Had our ah. uh, had our hashtag on there for our wedding uh, and our wedding date, and did our Jaeger shots out in the field during our little pictures. It was a lot of fun. Beautiful. We love that. We also did shots of Jaeger on Friday evening, just Ooh. because they were about to do shots of Jaeger, and then I noticed and felt left out and had to order my own. I'm sorry that we now that I know the 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 passion behind Jaegermeister, the official shot of the NHL, um, I will never forget. I will have to say, man, I also like to be included in Jaeger shots. It it takes me back, but then it forces you to forget. This is true. Which is the irony. This is true. (laughs) Something about it being colored black, and you know, you're usually out when you're drinking it, and then black out. You guys can put two and two together. Uh, for me, it's really, I take a nap. I, uh, I always like to get to the rink at least 30 minutes early. I've perfected putting on the pads and the gear within a good, I would say 10 minutes, 10 minutes. And then I just do a couple stretches. Uh, I mean, it's not really exciting for me. Um, Jason, I feel like you might have a more, a more serious, up and down run through of your your superstition yeah uh i mean i wouldn't say it's my superstition uh, yeah sure it's my superstition yeah sure maybe sure 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 that works um actually so typically if my game is like a seven o'clock game i end up having to take like half a day at work because there's no way for me to leave work on time get my shit to the gear like get my gear mm-hmm. and then head home and like there's even if i went sh- directly from work to the rink like the way I would have to take anyways, it just makes more sense. I would just stop at home. I can not keep all the mm-hmm. shit in the back of my truck because sticks have been stolen out of the back of my truck at work. Ooh, don't... So I stopped taking my gear to oh, work. That's frustrating. Yeah. And they just want to fit in the cab of my truck. Mm. Well, I've now learned to make them fit in the cab of my truck if I ever respect. have to, but respect. Uh, then I uh, eat a sandwich wink and then um, drink a orange Red Bull. Uh, I have a connection inside of Red Bull who has given me a solid supply to last me that I still get to have the orange ones. Orange Red Bull. Wow. So the tangerine. Oh, the tangerine. Wow. Ones I'm going to start calling you the tangerine like, dream. Yeah. So uh, shout out to uh, my Red Bull plug. Hopefully, uh, you know what? I don't, you know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. You I, don't can't, know I wouldn't this say this the supposed name. To be destroyed, man. I want, yeah. yeah, I don't want to. I wouldn't. I don't for the sanctity of the relationship between they're, you and, and the plug. And they're all expired too. So like it's completely fine. Like they expired yeah. back in like <laughs> May. So. <laughs> Like it's fine. Safety whatever. first. Be Safety right. first. Yeah. Uh, so no, yeah, just eat a sandwich and drink a Red Bull like on the way to the rink, and then pitter batter. Yeah, dude. And then afterwards, also eat another sandwich and then drink some beers. Oh, I love that. You like beers. I like beers. Who, who, doesn't, who doesn't like beers? Don't like beers. No, I typically I if we if we win, I typically actually and I feel like I have a good game. I will go to the Sonic that is uh, directly in front of the rink in Richardson Mm -hmm. and just order uh, like 10 corn dogs for the team. And just because typically they're a dollar. So I always do it whenever they're a dollar. If once they, once uh, the economy kind of bounced back on them and they started raising the regular rates and no longer did the happy hour, I would (laughs) no longer buy the corn dogs for the team. I'm not paying full price for a fucking corn dog at (laughs) Sonic at 1130 at night. (laughs) <laughs> not when the sun's totally down. fair yeah not when the sun's down well okay so that that pretty much covers that uh thank you james 
for reaching out. And thanks to James because he commented on uh, one of our newer followers asked about hockey in Houston, um, which unfortunately there is no professional hockey in Houston. Um, we hope there is ECHL, AHL, NHL team in Houston one day in the near future. Uh, but he jumped on there after we tagged him in the post um, and connected with this guy. So just a really cool, cool thing to see as far as the hockey community goes. Next up, we've got a question from my buddy Jay Shep or Giuseppe, uh, Jordan Shepard. He asked, what are some free agents or I should say unrestricted free agents the Stars may be taking a look at in this offseason? Now, I've got a list of the unrestricted free agents, the top uh, unrestricted free agents, so top 11. And I'm just going to read off a couple of these names. I really think that you guys might agree with me on this one because I really think, think that there's, or I'm sorry, top 15, but I really think there's only one or two names on this list that the stars will even sniff at. Obviously, you've got Ovi at number one, Dougie Hamilton from the God, Carolina Hurricanes. Dougie. Yeah. <laughs> Gabriel Landeskog, Taylor Hall, Ryan Nugent Hopkins, Blake Coleman, David Krejci, Jaden Schwartz, Kyle Palmieri, Thomas Tata, Brandon Saad, uh, shout out to Saad Youssef just because of the name, Zach Hyman, Tyson Berry, Philip Deneau, and Paul Stastny. Now, there are top goalies, but I don't think that we're even going to sniff. Out of those 15 names, there are realistically one, maybe, maybe two names. First and foremost, Blake Coleman. Uh, he's a Plano guy, which kind of ties into our next question. Um, this is his hometown. Uh, his next contract is going to be a lot bigger than his current, which is $1.5 million. Oh, yeah. Solid defensive forward. He can score 20-plus goals if he needs to, and he's a bit of a, a hothead. He's got a mean streak on him. I don't know how you guys feel about it. I feel like out of the 15 names, that's probably the one that they're going to – call Act on actively pursue actively pursue um i think another guy maybe jaden shorts I, I mean he's he's a good 20 goal scorer he's a good middle six kind of guy and i think that's what the stars ultimately will need but that being said who who kind of who kind of stands out on that list i mean obviously uh, you know like i said blake coleman is probably the name that people are most synonymous with right now uh, but I don't know, does another name maybe stand out to you that might be an option for the Stars and Jim Neal to make a run at? Hell, I could see. I could see us making a run at Stastny almost. You kind of see it's there. I mean, we could definitely use another uh, forward, a strong forward like that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's kind of got the experience, the age in him in a little bit. So uh, I think we're still kind of missing that Corey Perry type or that Cagliano type. The, the people who have kind of like been there, done that, you know, at least mm -hmm. done it. And so I, right. I think I think that's a name to kind of keep an eye on as well. I think that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, I think I think you've got a I think you've got a solid point. The only one that I would uh throw out there, and this is not realistic at all, this is more of a pipe dream, would be um Gabriel Landeskog. Uh, yeah. There's no way in hell it would ever happen. Mm -hmm. But I would just like to see him scoring for the stars instead of against, <laughs> against us with Colorado. Correct. Especially granted that next season things will shift back to normal yep. and Colorado will be in our division again, which absolutely scares the shit out of me. Yep. Yep. This season would have looked a lot different. I think, you know, even if Colorado had been in our division and everything, it, it just, it could have been a lot, lot scarier and a lot more difficult for us to be in the position that we were even in. 
Mm-hmm. Agreed. And then the other one is uh, also kind of a pipe dream because I don't know that he leaves Edmonton. Uh, Ryan Nugent Hopkins. I, yeah, I, I just, if you're Ryan Nugent Hopkins, though, you look at the talent that you have on that team in Edmonton and you see what happened to them in the postseason. Does that sway you to go to a team that maybe can advance out of the first round, even with arguably two of the top players in the NHL? Or do you take counterpoint? Do you take a more team friendly deal for maybe a substantially less amount of time and see what they can say, put together in free agency or via trades or the draft for I don't know, two years, see what happens. Because you really don't want to leave McDavid, realistically. I mean, he's right. going to be, I think when it's all said and done, he's going to be top five players ever if mm-hmm. he keeps playing like he does. So do you really want to bail on that when you have the chance to stick around and really you set your own rates? Because, yeah, at that point, Edmonton's already kind of talked about they want to, they obviously are trying to build a team around uh, McDavid and yeah, like you said, why run from that? Like they've they've kind of committed to McDavid and just make it happen. Yeah, it's like I I completely agree. I completely agree. I, I, my only thing is, you got swept by the Jets, if I'm not mistaken. But who? But if you build the team around have, it, though. Yeah, I, I don't know. I it's it's kind of one of those arguments of like you see on Instagram or Facebook. It's like you know, the NHL on NBC asks it and it's like, would you rather, you know, play one season in the NHL and win a Stanley cup? Or would you rather play 15 seasons and never win a Stanley cup? I mean, I don't know about you guys, but growing up, I never thought about, you know, Oh, I want to be an NHL all-star for 15 seasons, but never achieve a championship. Or did you think about in the driver going, like shooting pucks at a net thinking like, Oh my God, Stanley cup finals three, two, one, he shoots, he scores. Like that's what you dream of as a kid. That's just how I feel about the situation. And I think that again, we've probably said this before a couple of times. Hockey is first a business, second, a sport. Uh, Yeah. and, and, And it all comes down to personality type. I think realistically, everybody wants the championship. Mm hmm. But it just depends on how hyper competitive you are and right. whether you're willing to forego maybe a couple million dollars a year, mm-hmm. which in a lot of other sports wouldn't be that much. But in a hard cap market like hockey currently has, a couple million dollars is a big deal. Very, so okay, that's very true. Very true. I could see him saying, fuck it. I want as much money as possible while I'm still young and healthy and I'm 28 years old and I want to just be set for life after mm-hmm. I'm done playing. But you know, who knows? But this, I this, suppose, I suppose only his agent. Knows, <laughs> right. I, but the stuff doesn't just spawn overnight though. You know, like you don't just become Scotty to Jordan, you know? Yeah. You That's, that's there. And so try not, I mean, you just, yeah, I mean, you want to see that happen. Like it's, it's going to happen. I feel like it is. And I mean, look once, at once it happens, it's just going to finally roll. It's what happened to LeBron, even like, I mean, hell, if you want to go back, keep going to the NBA, I know 
I keep pushing to the NBA, but <laughs> it's a basketball I podcast now. Yeah. I know. But I mean, LeBron, you know, it took him forever to finally figure out what worked for him, and they built the right team. And obviously, it happened after 2011. Shot to the Mavs. Hello. But Hello. It, it happened, though, is what I'm trying to get at. It, yeah, no, I think you guys, I think you guys make, but I think you both make great points. Um, I think it would be very, it'd be great for the league if McDavid did win a cup. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that develops, but, uh, <laughs> thanks again. <laughs> I, we're okay. I swear we're, we're not doing anything illegal. We're all adults <laughs> of drinking age that just so happen to not be able to take drinks of our adult beverages. That was Welcome. The wrong hole, man. Yeah, exactly. Exact same thing happened to me a mere minute and a half ago. Um, at this point, we cannot cut that out. I'm saving Patrick the editing. Leave the coughs in. We're human beings. Moving on. Uh, thanks again, Giuseppe, for the, the fantastic question. Um, as we spoke about just a second ago, Blake Coleman from Plano, Wins a second Stanley Cup, or if he wins a second Stanley Cup, how should we celebrate and remember his achievement and make sure it doesn't get forgotten in Texas hockey? It doesn't mean shit to me. Plain and simple. I don't care where you're from. If you're on a team that I am not rooting for and I am active rooting against you, I don't want to see you win that cup. It does not matter. I don't care where you're from. Hockey is so much more about what's on the front of your sweater versus than what's on the back of your sweater. And I think that is more apparent in this sport than any other. Hockey is an absolute team sport. He has a Tampa Bay Lightning logo on the front of his jersey. Makes him the I enemy. I don't care. He makes him the enemy. I don't care what's on the back of his jersey until he is done and retired. Then we can talk about celebrating it. But to me, he does not exist in Texas hockey right now. And if he yeah. wins the second cup, I'm not going to be happy. They are the one team that I do not want to win the Stanley Cup. Vegas is a very close second. I would much rather see the Islanders yeah. or the Canadians move on to the Stanley Cup Finals and lift that cup over their heads. That being said, I don't celebrate them whatsoever. Patrick, over to you. <laughs> I don't have anything to add. You covered you covered the sassy synopsis for the I've, week. I've, thank you. I felt like I got a little sassy there, so I appreciate that I could I could do that for you. No, uh, but no, I, I I agree. If he wants to win a, another cup in Tampa, and then he wants to come here next year, and maybe win one over the next few years, then by God, he may be the greatest Texas hockey player ever. But facts. until that time, you're I you dead to me. Yeah, I I really couldn't care less where he's from. That's just my opinion. That's a fair opinion. It's a fair. I don't think I need to say anything. You guys, that's, I mean, I can't agree more. I think I had a comment that popped up uh, from Facebook on like a WFAA post or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ended up making it on the news, no biggie, whatever. But it was oh, whenever yeah. um, the Astros got into the World Series and like won it and everything. And they were like, oh, were you excited that the Astros won the World Series? Fuck no. Exactly. No. <laughs> yeah, not a chance. I would have been completely okay if the Astros won the World Series had they stayed in the National League. But yep. the second yeah, they're in our the, division. Yeah, the second you move to our division, no, fuck that, dude. All all Texas roots kind of go out the the door whenever you become in my mm-hmm. division. You're not Are you are you happy the Los Angeles Angels won the World Series? No. No, I'm not fucking happy about it. No. No, they could suck my I'm not happy when really I, I'm I'm I will take solace in some of the teams winning. 
whether it be for hockey, basketball, football, soccer, what have you. Yes, soccer. Yeah, I don't that, know. When, when Houston played Washington, I was like, normally I'll have like a nominal interest in the World Series. Like I'll keep tabs on it mm-hmm. unless it's the Rangers, which <laughs> come on. Yeah, come on. But I was actively invested in the Nationals winning the World Series because mm-hmm. I hate Houston that much. Same. Yep. But we do want you to have a hockey team. So we I can want Houston to have a hockey, hockey team. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I want Houston to have a hockey team so I can hate it. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we'll still love it, but we'll, we got to hate it. Secretly. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Patrick. When, <laughs> that's all right. When the Omni posted on their little video, congratulations, Houston Astros or whatever message they posted. I was like, you have got to be fucking kidding me. Sick, sick to my stomach. Mm -hmm. Houston Astros dominating the Dallas skyline is a travesty. Yeah. And it never should have been green. They wouldn't do the same for us. No, they wouldn't do the same for us, but we don't have any cool buildings that can do that. And well, we also, we also wouldn't have cheated. Um, yeah, by the way, they did not win the World Series yeah. fair. So they should have been stripped of that world title. Everyone knows it. They know it. We know it. Moving on. This isn't a big Rob Manfred. Yeah. Uh, that being said, thank you, Tanner, for the question. Sorry if that's not the answer that you were looking for. We are very passionate about who we do and do not like. That being said, Blake Coleman, uh, come doors to open Texas, if man. you yeah. ever want to. Yeah. Come on back home. We would love to have you. Love, yet, love <laughs> to have you on. Would love to talk about your time in Texas. It's like, it's um, like, it's Lizzie, like Corey Perry may, not, may hate us after that comment. <laughs> I mean, but we yeah. still want you here. Uh, like, we'll still yeah, celebrate local, you if you're here. Local Blake Coleman uh, fan club presidente, uh, Lizzie, um, who, who gave us a couple <laughs> fantastic questions here uh, that we'll jump into. Um, thanks again, Tanner, for the question. Um, moving on to the next one. We kind of got, have gone over this once or twice before, but I always like talking about it a little bit because I think it brings up different things that we may not have talked about before. Um, Brooke, who was one of our friends that hung out with us on Friday, um, she's been to a couple of Americans games with all of us as well, asked what started or inspired everyone's love for hockey. Jason, I'm going to go ahead and throw it over to you first, uh, just because I feel like you have been in the sport for a long time as well. And I'm curious to kind of hear your answer. And then, cause I feel like we've talked about this with Patrick a little bit, uh, but I don't know if we've gone really too deep into detail with you, Jason. So I'm going to kick it over to you. If you want to make us cry, I mean, we're drinking wine, <laughs> Patrick and I. Um, oh, so you are drinking go ahead. wine. Yeah, nice. I got a little glass of uh, red from the box, and uh, away we go. Classy. Dude, no, honestly, uh, take it back to 93. That's literally when my world changed. Like That's when the game of hockey was brought to me, when the stars came to town, and then naturally the Mighty Ducks kind of followed right afterwards and mm-hmm. became the hit around the town, and Next thing I know, I was asking my mom for rollerblades. We're starting to go see Andy Moog play a lot. Oh, you know, check yes. out Dono, Darren Hatcher, all the fun, like, early 90s guys. Like, the, that's what it was. Like, all those guys were my idols. And then uh, just started playing it. Like, honestly, when I got to middle school, started uh, skating around a little bit, playing in the League of Mesquite on an end line, and then took a bunch of time off from playing. Uh, just because it kind of got really expensive to get like ice mm-hmm. time and whatnot. And my mom kind of told me, she's like, hey, I pick a sport, soccer, baseball, and hockey is what I was playing at the time. And so naturally I picked up soccer. This is the thing I was the best at at the time. Um, but yeah, soccer never really panned out like 25 years later. And then next thing I knew, I found myself on the ice because of a buddy of mine. And then it's been all uphill from there. 
Yeah. It's an all downhill on you, all uphill on the bank account. Absolutely. Hockey gear is so expensive, y'all. <laughs> it's so expensive, but I absolutely love it. Ice time uh, Patrick, too is expensive. I, uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. But but if you, if anyone that has a rink in the DFW Metroplex and wants to sponsor your boys um, to put pickups together and, um, you know, we'll buy stuff, hit us up because we would love to be on your ice. Uh, Patrick, I, I know we've talked about this a little bit before, um, but what was really like kind of the the spark that started the fire with the Stars and hockey? So I was... <clears throat> see i was six or seven depending on the dates when the stars won their stanley cup you know in my sports sports consciousness that wasn't really that big of a deal i thought it was super cool as like a little kid like yeah we won something but i really wasn't understanding of what the magnitude of what that was and then i kind of got away from it for a good while Mm -hmm. i've always been a huge baseball fan and college football as an OU guy. And then uh, I kept started keeping tabs on him kind of in college, not as much like as I do now, obviously, but, you know, just keeping tabs on, okay, well, how they do this week, what's their record, who's our main players, things like that. And then when I moved back to Dallas in 2016, I believe, um, started going to games with some buddies went to first game at American airlines that I had been to in years. And I was like, man, this is, this is pretty fucking cool. My cousin's a huge stars fan up in Colorado. Um, his girlfriend is an Avs fan. So house divided there. Hi James. If you are listening, probably not, (laughs) but, um, yeah, just, Going to the games makes it super you really want to watch afterwards because you can kind of get a good view of of how the games are played, especially up in the nosebleeds. And then just having somebody to talk to and kind of relate to the struggles of being a Stars fan or a hockey fan in general really gave me something to tie into and just kind of been sticking with it ever since. And here we are. And we're happy to have you because if it weren't for you and all those events, we, we would sound like absolute dog shit. I think I've talked about mine a couple times. Uh, it's, it's very similar to yours, Jason. Um, I think the biggest thing that always stuck out to me was getting street hockey gear and asking my dad for a hockey net, hockey goal. Um, and he hit us with the old we've got a net at home trick and built one out of PVC pipe and fishing net. Um, there you go. so that was the goal that I grew up on. Probably not regulation size. Uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how everybody's first goal was. Yeah. So, which in hindsight is funny now, because I think at the time they probably were, I would say probably 35 to 45 bucks. And I think they're a little bit more expensive now. Um, but definitely affordable. Uh, but I still, I mean, if I wouldn't have had that goal, I don't think I would have had as big of an impression left on me. Um, and then one of my closest friends, um, uh, who I've probably talked about on the show before, Nathan. Uh, he is the guy who has been teaching me to skate for the last four years. Uh, he also played high school hockey. Uh, he played college hockey. Uh, and if it weren't for him and his dad, um, his dad was the coach for the Garland Stampede. Uh, shout out to that. I believe is now defunct team, which really breaks my heart. Probably start that up again one day. That's That'll be our Mighty Ducks um, for our families. But 
that was the, I guess you could say, uh, I guess, blowtorch next to the tank of gasoline. Um, but that being said, that's that's really what kind of pushed me back into it. And here we are all these years later still talking about the beautiful sport on ice. Um, so thanks again, Brooke, for that question. Uh, we hope that we made you cry. That was a nice question. Yeah, it was a nice question. Just you got to know the boys a little bit more. Isha, homeboy, Texas Hockey Podcast Network. Interstitial going on here with these questions, next couple questions. Yeah, we're, we're, we're getting a little on the gut. Uh, he asks, and I think he asked because there is a specific reason, uh, what is the best burger in Texas? I mean, outside of my own father's, I, I'd be stupid to say anything but Whataburger. It's literally the name of our show. That being said... Whataburger. Absolutely. I mean, there's there's no doubt. As far as like chain restaurants go, it's 100% Whataburger. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Readily available, multiple location fast food places. It's definitely Whataburger. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, uh, I mean, and you just get the number two. Uh, no pickles, no onions, no tomato. You know, mustard, please, God forbid. And uh, yeah, <laughs> give me a large Dr Pepper, light ice. Or Dr. Pepper Shake. The Dr. Pepper Shake is still pretty phenomenal. Or if I'm going before 11 a.m., get the taquito, the number 20, number 20. with bacon. <laughs> uh, Coke, light ice, spicy ketchup, please. Put two hash browns inside the uh, taquito. Dip a little spicy ketchup in it. Boom. You've now turned your taquito into a bacon, egg, and taquito, or bacon, potato, and egg, and <laughs> taquito. And you saved some bucks. Uh, I actually have a non-Waterburger answer, but one point about Waterburger real quick. If you don't have the app, download it. it is yes, a game 100%. Changer. It uh, is a game changer. The rewards you get from it. Uh, oh, yeah. It's, it's, I've, it's I've, actually, <clears throat> I've actually changed my usual even further from what it used to be because now I know that they can just like read it off of because I want like a lot of customizations. And I feel weird saying everything that I want in the drive-thru, but now I can just put it in the app. And the chances they fuck it up are not zero, but they're pretty close to zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Number two, double meat, double cheese, one slice of American, one slice of Monterey Jack. Whoa, hold up. They'll change that <laughs> up for you? Yeah, dude. Whoa. Obviously, just like you like it, but. Yeah, yeah, you oh. can, you can, you can even put pepper jack or Swiss on it, I think. Hold the um, this is a... easy easy lettuce because I'm not I don't like it to uh, it makes the burger not stick together as well jalapenos mustard mayo and then the real kicker cut it in half because I got to get the ranch oh. on the side and it makes for easier dipping than trying to get that one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like one big piece and sometimes they'll wrap them individually uh I'm like sorry. I sound. It. I'm sorry. I sound a bit distracted. Uh, for I do have some rather upsetting news uh, for our boys in Allen. Um, they have completed the stars transformation and fallen to the Fort Wayne Comets three to two in overtime. That officially ends their season. Oh and man, that is their... feels bad. Yeah, uh, I hate to bring that down. The mood that is. Can we just but, end it here? Uh, like, do we I mean, need to? 
I feel like we've got we a couple have, more we have, questions. We have, we have a we couple have more. Questions. Questions. We, we, you know what? This, this, if exactly, if this, this is our Jordan flu game mentally. This is this bringing is for it all back the people. To basketball. <laughs> yeah, bringing it back to basketball. This is for all the people that are sad right now because of the Americans losing and getting bumped after an absolutely stellar, phenomenal season against a team who arguably played about thirty games less than them because of the stupid win percentage rule for the playoffs. Um, you did great on that one, the ECHL. Uh, but again, thank you, Isha, for the question. The next question before wh- whoa, but Jason. Well, I was going to say, have, like, now that the American season is over, maybe we can get them talking to uh, Conway and Banks for new bags for next year. That's true. Uh, and we know. can officially say once again, without any affili- affiliation, fuck the Minnesota Wild. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. That yeah, was absolutely. a bold take by me. No, no, they no. are no longer affiliated with that team, so I have zero ties to those assholes. <laughs> fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> bye bye, Minnesota. See you never. Absolutely. Uh, Conway Banks. Yeah, dude. The, it, yeah, I mean, honestly, if you're just looking to replace that moldy old hockey bag, piece with of that shit, busted zipper on it, uh, go check probably out. A Fort, probably a Fort Wayne Comets logo. Yeah, probably. Or I don't know, maybe a shitty a Swamp Rabbits. Yeah. Some little piece of crap on it. Anyways, <laughs> you know, go check out uh, ConwayandBanks.com. They make premium quality bags, not like those shit bags. Uh, they're built to last. They include removable organizers to keep your gear organized. And they keep everything dry and, wa- and that waterproof material on it. The huge vents on the side. Uh, the best feature about it is that built-in uh, foot mat that keeps my feet dry in those wet locker rooms. Uh, they come uh, in three my, different that, sizes, man. That's my favorite part, though. My uh, favorite part is the foot pad because I see this twinkle in your eye when you talk about that. Yeah, man. You get super, so you get so damn feet, excited. Man. It's I love that. on the feet. Happy uh, feet. Yeah, man. The big the best thing is it comes in comes in three sizes, three different colors: uh, black, blue, and uh, guess what, Alan Americans, red. So uh, oh, shit. why don't you go hit up uh, ConwayandBanks.com, use that code uh, What a Hockey, and get ten percent off your order, Alan Americans. So boom, holla at your boys, holla at your boys. Move, moves, business moves. Uh, but you know what? Congrats to the Americans for an absolutely stellar season. Um, you know we are eternally grateful for the uh, the services that they have provided us as a show to grow. Um, shout out to obviously uh, Mike, Tommy Daniels, Lizzie, who is the queen. You know, I may have told her that I was going to say that, <laughs> and she did ask a couple of questions to round out the show. But yeah, thank you to all the guys that were on, uh, you know, Jesse Mitchin, uh, part of the team who unfortunately did not get to finish the season due to a labrum injury. Uh, Les, Josh, uh, Zane, all of them for coming on and hanging out and sharing their stories with us. We will hopefully have them on again very soon. Let's turn it back around. You know, we had a little we had a little misstep emotionally there, um, but we're, we're going to write the ship uh, and Man, that we're going to move a real on. Bummer. It is a bit. Yeah. Uh, it is a bummer. I want to hockey uh, for another couple oh. weeks, man. Yeah, I'm, that was I'm my bummed. last chance at hockey for the next couple weeks. Yeah, me and you both, sister. I had one thing to add to the to the last question. Um, one of my personal favorite burgers is at the Dairyette. Uh, yeah, I recommend to down on Garland everybody. Road. Yep. Yep. Right across the street from Bishop Lynch. Yep. I uh, love that it always round, rounds back to Garland. Respect to the G. No, this is straight up in Dallas, but yeah, it's off the Garland Road. Though. Uh, it's close enough to Charlotte. Kind of. But yeah, that's where I used to practice soccer growing up, and so that's I was very familiar with the Dairyette. Yep, get you a, 
a burger and a milkshake. one of the best root beer floats you'll Ooh, ever have. Yes. Ever. With, I believe, homemade root beer. Phenomenal. Probably. Yeah. I mean, that almost seamlessly leads us into our next question, which is, what is your favorite restaurant in Dallas? Asked by me. I was about to say, it says Pat on on, on the question. And so sometimes it be the ones closest to you asking the questions. So I'm going to go last because oh. I'm asking the questions here. Oh, so. oh okay. Whoa. So, Whoa. All right, this so is my show gonna, now. You're going to have to go first because I'm going <laughs> to have to ponder the, on this one. I am the captain now. Okay, so I, I thought about this for a little while, and it's it's hard to come up because there are so many phenomenal restaurants in Dallas. Can I say one that is in Richardson because I had it so many times on my way out to the Americans games? Is that, I think it's is your that DFW. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huge shout out to Jang Shi. I've preached this place up and down. If you like soup and you like dumplings, well, guess what? Soup dumplings, baby. This place turns me into Kung Fu Panda the moment I walk in the door. I'm ordering like four stacks of soup dumplings, and I am absolutely going to town. Some to the gyoza? point, Yeah, I just like have to take a little nap in the car afterwards. Um, you don't order anything else but the soup dumplings. My brother has ordered um, alternate dishes there uh, and did not get any dumplings. Um, he was chastised by our sweet server. Um, she was probably... 65 years old and she was like nobody comes here for the food outside of the soup dumplings you pathetic fool <laughs> i may have told her to say that last part but <laughs> jeng Shi, it's off of 75 in arapaho um if they blow up after this any more than they already have you're welcome uh that being said bar none my favorite restaurant jason your turn my guy uh, I'm just going to spitball here, and it's going to be something I haven't had in a really long time, and now I'm craving it, uh, mainly because I've changed <laughs> jobs and I'm no longer by it. But uh, if you get an opportunity to go check out Rudy's Fried Chicken uh, down in like Southeast Dallas, or not Southeast okay. Dallas, like Southwest Dallas, uh, phenomenal fried chicken. It's a cash only place. Uh, make sure oh, you take say, say less. Yeah, it's say cash less. only place. Uh, also, make sure that you kind of bring exact change unless you're trying to give. Uh, change to like homeless people who are like waiting for your change uh, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they know it's Fair. cash only. So they also hop up there and like, Hey man, I saw you pay with the five. Your, your meal costs you three fifty. What are you going to do with that extra dollar fifty, man? And so like, Turn I, I, typically, I typically, uh, if I have enough at the time, like I'll buy like a second meal or something like that. Cause it is pretty cheap too. Yeah. But it's fucking delicious. So Rudy's fried chicken. Yes. Write that you, down. Need to, okay. you need to go check it out for fried chicken at least. I love it. So All right, I mean, Jing, we got Jang Chi and and Rudy's. Rudy's I mean, Patrick, you asked the question, don't, so don't it almost, do the barbecue chain. Not the same. Yeah, don't do the barbecue. You don't Not ever Rudy's do barbecue. a barbecue chain. <laughs> yes. Now, if it has more than five, I'm out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what do we have? Cooper's is phenomenal up here. Uh, if you can get to it in Fort Worth, it's pretty good. Uh, Pecan mm. Lodge down in Deep Ellum. Phenomenal. Pecan Lodge is good. I, I personally prefer Heim Barbecue that Ooh, just came yes, to Dallas down from Fort Worth. Mm-hmm. Um, it's off Mockingbird, right across the street from Left Field. So speaking of, mm. did you know that the Kane Rosso in or Kanye Kanye Rosso? Kanye Rosso. Ka- Kanye, Kanye Rosso. I guess uh, we'll never know. Yeah. Uh, the one in Fort Worth actually was next door to Heim, and they had a, a honey bastard that had brisket from Heim on it. Ugh. Oh my god, that's sad. That I, I've not been over to go check it out, but I've been told that it's phenomenal. Well, speaking of the fact that we do record on Tuesdays and we were talking about corn dogs that were a dollar, they do two dollar beer battered corn dogs 
Um, that is not an advertisement. It literally just pops up because I follow them <laughs> on be. all the social media. Yeah, it could, yeah be. it could be. I would love to do a live show from the Heim Barbecue I'm and in. reek of barbecue with burnt ends afterwards. So maybe I'll reach out to – yeah, we'll reach out to the Heim people and, and we'll make it work. Um, so I felt like you asked that question, Patrick, because you had an answer in mind ultimately. So this is this is your time to make that to make that declaration of – your favorite restaurant in Dallas. I actually didn't have any particular agenda. Oh, oh. I just saw Isha's question. I was like, well, it's kind of expanded outside of burgers because we know what we know what the answer for burgers we is. We do know what the answer is. So, um, what I was gonna say, and this is just one of my personal favorites. I haven't been in a while, but it is a restaurant in Deep Elm called Niwa Japanese Barbecue intrigued i'm intrigued it's basically they have the grills in the table like any japanese korean barbecue place does you cook everything yourself which is pretty fun if you enjoy cooking like i do but the food there is delicious they usually have specials but the first time i went there i got like four lamb chops little mini lamb chops that were delicious their shrimp is awesome they have a mushroom medley that's like they wrap it in foil with some garlic butter and some additional seasoning i don't know what they put in it but you throw it on the grill for five to seven minutes take it out you got some nice mushrooms to snack on if you're into that and for the amount of food that you get and share between two people or however many people are there it's really not super expensive despite being pretty nice and in the heart of Deep Elm. It's funny you say that. And the reason I, I say it's funny that you say that, because you say it's not very expensive and it's 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 nice. Um, I saw, I think you and the Mrs. Uh, Stevie and somebody else went to a place that I was actually at last Thursday. That's not extremely pricey. And we're talking about restaurants in Dallas. This might have just been firmly implanted as one of my top three favorite restaurants in Dallas. That is uh, DeLuca in the design Dude, district. Ooh, if you have not had DeLuca. Insane. Unreal. It's $22.95. It is essentially, in theory, an adult CC's pizza. Where it's, they fogo, bring... it's fogo to show with It's with fogo pizza. to pizza. It's fogo yeah. to pizza. It is Man, absolutely so good. So good. They come around and they literally throw elegant slices of pizza and not like your run-of-the-mill pizzas. I mean, we're talking three tree like three cheese truffle pizzas. We're talking just like spicy uh, prosciutto. I mean, it's it's unreal. The hot salami honey that That's they the had. One. Yes. Ooh. Amazing. That sounds amazing, dude. Yeah. I easily had 28 to 32 pieces of pizza. Uh, and then they started bringing around dessert pizzas, dessert pizzas, Nutella, yeah. mango jam. Um, oh, they didn't have that. This is, I think they do the ooh. fruit ones are seasonal. Mm-hmm. They we had, were, they we had, had uh, the one. They had banana cinnamon coming. Oh around. my god, that oh. one! Oh, oy vey! Nice. Um, Come on, man. Yeah, we might have to have a uh, a show outing D- to Deluca Gaucho Pizzeria is what yeah. it's called, I believe. Outcho nope. my gaucho, all I got to say about that, because <laughs> I was walking funny for a good hour because I was so full. I was pregnant with pizza, and I'm fine with saying that on on, on live air. But yeah, I, I, I really like that place because I kind of like places that are not your traditional go order 
they bring your food and then you leave type mm-hmm. places. Um, DeLuca, Niwa is obviously like that. There's a place up here in Frisco called Yoshi Shabu Shabu, which is hot pot, which is Ooh. basically you have your own ramen soup broth that you mm-hmm. flash cook your meat in. Would recommend. That's a lot highly, of fun. Highly. Uh, we're a food podcast now. We were a basketball podcast <laughs> for a little bit, and then we dove into some baseball talk. But now we're a food podcast. Thank you, Patrick, for the question. Uh, thank you, Isha, for the inspiration. These next three questions, like I mentioned before, um, I don't know if the show would be in the place that they are in. I don't know why I said they, because it is we. Came to us from Lizzie the Queen. Uh, I told her I would say that, like I said before. She has done an insane amount for this show, more than she realizes. So we are forever grateful uh, for her and the Out Americans. That being said, it is with a little bit of salt that we answer uh, this first question because she asks, who is everyone's favorite current current Alan American? Hmm. I mean, we can can be we can be biased because we do have uh some some uh we are we have had some of the players on the show so zane was pretty dope zane was hilarious yeah he was probably my favorite to have on the show honestly yeah sorry less but i mean and lamin and oh everybody else like i mean zane was a lot of fun man i I had i had fun with zane yeah uh patrick what about you who's who's uh who's a standout for you this season jesse was killing it before he got hurt yeah Super nice was, guy. Still yeah. keep up with him. Wish him all the best. Hope we see him back in Allen next season, however it may work out. Um, I was a big Capelmaster fan, but now he's dead to me. Yeah, okay. Fun fact, uh, which please don't take that offensively because we'd love to have him on the show. We'd love to have him on the show. I don't have anything against you personally. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But, um, this is a fun little side story real quick. Jason, um, we didn't realize this, but we had asked Cap to be on the show. Because he he was a goaltender for the All Americans, um, had the killer Robert Morris University mask, um, which is a travesty that they're getting rid of that hockey program. Different story for a different day. Um, that is his alma mater. He now plays for the Fort Wayne Comets, and Ooh. he took the ice in overtime at the game on Friday after not playing the entire regular uh, regular time. He jumps on the ice, and I'm looking at Patrick, and I'm like, that's. He's on the wrong team. The fuck is he doing they gave here? him they gave him a jersey from the fan shop in Fort Wayne and he <laughs> he put it on and they let him play. So uh, come to find out that he basically it was agreed between the teams that he was going to be released by the Americans and picked up by Fort Wayne uh, because you can only have so many goalies going into the playoffs. Regardless, uh, it was a shock to see his name. Uh, and him and take Navy the ice, and Navy and red goalie pads. Yeah, that matched that so much. They matched so much better with the Americans' uh, color scheme. But that's <laughs> neither here nor there. Um, we still want to have him on the show. Uh, my favorite Allen Americans is uh, the number is K nine, and his name is Biscuit. 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 Little pale gravy on biscuit. Uh, yeah, that's that's my favorite Allen American. Just because very we diplomatic share this, answer. It is yeah. a diplomatic answer. We share the Absolutely. same birthday. Um, he's a, he's a hell of a mascot. He's a friend of you and me and he has squeaky paws. Uh, so biscuit it is next question. Um, this one's a really interesting take and I, I'm curious what you guys uh, have as far as the answers go. If the Cowboys have the moniker of America's team, 
who has that title in the NHL? Man, I've been thinking about this one all day, and I feel like America's team, as far as fandom Mm -hmm. and overall support goes, is in Canada, and that would be the Toronto Maple Leafs. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they can't really qualify as America's team, so... I think that's a good answer, though. I think in terms of, like, perception and just overall, we have a lot of fans, and we don't really have anything to show for it. Toronto. Toronto. Yeah. No, I agree. They have a lot of diehard fans. They get a lot of media coverage. Mm-hmm. They make a shit ton of money. Correct. Management teams there, like, in place. Like, they, they spend money, too. Yeah. But they just don't win. Yeah. So they're the it's Dallas like Cowboys. Cowboys. That's good. No, I think that's good. I think that's good. Um, Jason, I'm curious as to what your answer is because I, 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 with what Patrick was saying and about the team being in Canada, a team in America came to mind because I want them to suffer the same fate as the Cowboys, and I feel like we might be seeing the beginning of that. So I want you to to toss out the answer, and then I'm 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 gonna one timer at home, if you will. If I'm really thinking about this, I think the Rangers might be that. For, no, for the United States, for, that's, for that's America's fair. team, mm-hmm. the New York Rangers. I mean, they they got the beautiful home ice there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just they've kind of been there. Uh, they've hung around for a little bit. They, they've been there. I mean, yeah, they've hung. Yeah, exactly. They're hanging around. They've got the history. They, they've got the prestige there behind them. Uh, that, uh, and I mean, the last last Stanley Cup they won was in the 90s. I believe it was mm-hmm. 1994, if I'm, if I'm thinking correctly. Which, if you think about it, the Cowboys haven't really been relevant since the 90s either. Mm-hmm. Which makes a lot of sense. And you did say they do play in Madison Square Garden. They've yep. got literally the Statue of fucking Liberty as one of their jerseys. <laughs> which I kind mean, of... you, can't, you can't say it's Islanders anymore. No. The, the Islanders, Islanders are, are like... I mean, they're, but they're like a good dog story. You yeah, know? They're, yeah, the... They're, the New York, they're the New York Saints. <laughs> As what they uh, what they have been dubbed. Uh, no, I think that's a fantastic answer, and I'm 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 glad you said that because that does match up with all of the uh, winning in the '90s and not really doing that ever after that. So um, yeah, because yes. like after Messi, they didn't really have any Mm-mm. anybody kind of like hanging around there. So sorry, I do want a public apology to Ked from the Morning State because that is his team. Die hard. Yeah, sorry, sure. buddy. Sorry. I mean, but isn't he? A, I'm not sorry. Uh, is gonna say is he a Patriots guy too? Uh, I don't know. Actually, we don't really talk a lot I of football. We I, we get slaps on the wrist. I remember maybe him mentioning that. It's possible. I mean, he's if up Ked in that is area. a Patriots fan. I'm rescinding our standing invitation <laughs> to come on the show. <laughs> I doubt it. You I mean, the guy put a, a stars. The guy put a stars hat on in the middle of the show just to cater to our our needs. So, um, I feel like he <laughs> we we can give him a free pass because of that. Um, that being said, it's not that. So this team like has won. This team has won in the recent decades, um, but they are apparently going into a rebuilding phase. Can I, t- and... can I take it before you give it away? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to say the Boston Bruins. Incorrect. This yeah. fan base is even more brutal than that um, because this fan base didn't even fucking show up until they started winning again. And if you ask any it's of the Tampa real Bay. fans... They honestly didn't even go to the games until they started it has, winning again. It has to be. It's the Chicago Blackhawks. Ooh, the Blackhawks. Ah. The Blackhawks didn't exist in the city of Chicago when they weren't winning. 
in the 90s and they were a dumpster fire. But the 2000s come around and they get some success and the 2010s come around. They have a little more success. They've got some Stanley Cups. They've got Patty Kane. They got Don't Taze Me, Bro. And they put together some fantastic <laughs> seasons. But now they're allegedly going into a rebuilding phase, even though they stuck around for the majority of the season, even though it was a short season, even though the stars had a ridiculous schedule, whatever. Um, I'm not bitter, but I feel like if the Blackhawks were to fall off in the next three to four years and be irrelevant to the hockey world, the fan base would just absolutely dissipate. And I feel like, I don't know, that's not really what the Cowboys do, but I feel like what would happen to them is a lot of people from other teams would start going to Chicago Blackhawks home games instead of Chicago fans. Because to me, that's what's happened with AT&T Stadium and Cowboys games. America's team is now known as America's team because everyone America in America goes to their games and they're not Cowboys fans. It's every other fan base goes to Cowboys games. So Man, I could see Chicago games turning into that. You're 100% right on that, man. Like it is yeah. sad. Like when you go to stars games, and you see how many Blackhawks fans. Dude, are there. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like probably 35, 40% of the fans. Yeah. Somehow. Then, somehow. Then, yeah. When you see like, you know, uh, maybe out of conference games or out of division games for like the Cowboys, let's say they go to like Baltimore or something like that. It's amazing. Like how much it's almost, I mean, if I had to guess, 60-40, like Baltimore mm-hmm. fans versus Cowboy fans. Yeah. It is insane how well, like, Cowboy fans and, and even Blackhawks fans travel. Like, it's yeah. it's ridiculous. I just I, mean, I, I guess feel it like, kind of comes with, the, yeah. like, the, the history of the team in general. Like, I mean, that's how it happens when you've been around for, like, 100 years and everything. Mm-hmm. You, know, you kind of have those, like, deep-rooted um, deep rooted ties to that. I mean, it's kind of how I feel, like, whenever I got on board, like, when I watched soccer, like, Manchester United is my team. But when I got into the sport... It was either either you were either a United fan or a Chelsea fan because that's all you got in America were those games. Now, like I'm like fucked. I would have rather been like a City fan or like even Liverpool for that matter. Like, it, but that's just kind of what I got into because that's what I knew at the time. And so mm. I guess it's kind of like the I don't know. Maybe that's why we have so many Hawks fans around. That's really upsetting. Regardless, um, <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like they could be in a, in a similar fashion as Cowboys fans and being America's team um, as far as the Blackhawks go. Can I make a comment about the Blackhawks history since Please. you said they've been around a long time. Please do. Always. Is it kind of crazy that they've been around for 95 years and only have six Stanley Cups? How many of those Stanley Cups have come in the last 20 years? Three. One? Yeah. No, it's been it's been it's been multiple. That's what I said. Three. The most recent one before <laughs> 2010 was in 1961. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they went through a period, that's, a very long period of being worthless. I mean, that's an incredible drought yeah, absolutely. for an original six team. You know and who else is going through an incredible drought right now? It's Toronto Maple Leafs. <laughs> that is also true. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Tenacious D. Um, that's <laughs> a great fact. Got, We're, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So... Uh, Lizzie has asked the last two questions. She also she also asked this last question, and I think this is a really fun one for us as a group to answer um, collectively because I'm I'm curious just to kind of to to get a feel for you know for all, how we all kind of have our mentalities lined up. Um, what has it been like building the show 
over the last, let's say, half year. Uh, if no, eight months, it's nine November, months. Man, yeah. yeah. Uh, and what are the goals by this time next year? I mean, by this time next year, we'll be uh, pretty much done with playoffs for all leagues because everyone's apparently going to be back to normal. So, uh, yeah, free ball it. Spit it out. Man, for me, it's been really fun to not only talk about hockey, but just from my perspective of I really didn't – over the past four years, I – have let my audio editing skills that I am still paying for go dormant and it's given me something to do to kind of stay at it and get back to what I really enjoy doing, which is kind of audio production and editing and things like that. So um, I don't do a lot of the social media aspect because my social media presence personally is almost non-existent. So I definitely can't handle a second account, (laughs) but just getting to be able to do stuff that I am theoretically trained to do from college is, uh, it's pretty cool. And we've met some pretty sweet people that I would otherwise never talk to or probably even know they exist. It's fair. It is fair. Um, yeah. Uh, what What do you think? Uh, where do you think we'll be by this time next year? Jason, you look like you got something to say. I'll, I'll pass it over to you. I mean, uh, you know, celebrating the one year anniversary of you asking me this question. <laughs> oh, oh, he's Bring a dad. No, he's a dad. No, that was a Mitch Hedberg joke. Yeah, okay, yeah, that was. Oh my god. You see us in five years. Well, <laughs> celebrating the five year anniversary of you making <laughs> <That's me answer laughs> this question. No, honestly, uh, man, I just want to keep the show growing, man. This is, this has been fun. Like these, these months have been fun. Like I look forward to Tuesdays at eight 30 now. Like I've got this ritual of getting my kid down to bed, like somewhat early now, like he's kind of get back into his sleep routine. So it's perfect. I mean, it's just, this has been fun. Like I just want to grow the show, you know, do a couple live shows, uh, meet some new people and just see what we can make happen, man. This is, this has been fun. Yeah. Fink, what about you? Man, I mean, this is this is. It sounds so cliche and so cringy, but I'm 34 years old, and I think for the first time in my adult life, um, I finally found something that I actually want to do for a living and for a career. Um, and I think this is just the beginning for for all of us. And I really think that um, I, I I'm kind of like taken taken aback a little bit to see how quickly we've grown as a show and as a brand and. Um, you know, a lot of people ask, are we an Allen Americans show? And I say, no, we're a Texas hockey show. Um, but a franchise like the Allen Americans has just done wonders for us. Um, they've allowed us into their family. They've allowed us to interview their, their, their players. Uh, and, you know, we hope to grow and continue to do that with, you know, franchises much like the Texas stars, AHL teams, anyone here in Texas. And then eventually, you know, one day the dream is always to it's, we're just like the players. Our dream is to make the NHL. And, you know, I think that's something that is absolutely achievable with this group, with this trio um, and making it a full-time thing. I mean, we had Jordy from the ultimate hockey fan cave talk about how he was just helping Ken out with his awesome backyard. Um, and now it's a career to him. 
you know, he gets to do that and edit videos and, and he's working with NHL players and branding and all kinds of stuff. So I think we have the same trajectory as that. And, and I think that we have a really unique opportunity to, to do something that no one has really done before. And I think by this time next year, um, we're going to have multiple interviews with multiple AHL, ECHL and NHL caliber players across the board, multiple personalities um, throughout the hockey community. And in two years, I think we're going to be doing it full time. I where I'm at. I I think one personal goal I have is to actually get uh, Turco on. <laughs> um, it's, it's like I, I know it sounds crazy. Is that like, a goal was, or a dream? I was scroll I was scrolling the uh the Instagram messages and I was like, man, this is gonna happen. Like we keep trying. Yeah, he. I mean, he. That's what he said. He said, keep trying, keep man. Trying. Shoot your shot, keep brother. Trying. And my my personal goal is uh is to have Razor on. Yeah. Oh, man. I I think he's one of my idols. The, I think we just slide into those DMs, man. I I think he. Uh, Give him like another month or so, and he's going to mm-hmm. be kind of looking to itch, get in those razorisms, and maybe we get a live razorism out of him. Oh yeah, we would we get at least one. Oh, mm-hmm. I think we got. Oh, should we? Should we have like a uh, a wacky liner that we come up with that we make every guest say so that we can use them for future episodes that will never a I wacky podcast 100%. liner. Yeah, I absolutely love that. I think we should come up with one. But yeah, I think, I'm 100 here. For keep that. an eye out. That's a tease to uh, future guest episodes. Keep an eye out. Yeah, absolutely. It's like just like our, just like our. Uh, what's your go-to order at Whataburger? You know, something like that. Our our staple questions for our guests. I think that's just what we ask our guests to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm I'm with you 100. percent um, I think we. Uh, yeah. Never listen to the What a Hockey podcast on the Texas Hockey <laughs> Podcast Network. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, but once again, um, thank you to Lizzie for the, uh, the questions. Um, and thanks for everything that you've done for us as a show. Um, Patrick, if you're ready, I mean, that's going to lead us into the razorism of the week. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of razor, let's get yeah. into, uh, some, some razorisms from the Kari Letton days. Beverly also getting an assist on the goal as the abs attack again. It bounces in front. Letton. I thought he had it. Now it's loose. Back at the net. Mitchell trying to wrap around. And Lettinen, I think, got the puck. He did. That's some kind of save. This looks relatively harmless, but he can't gather in that. Talbot comes in and bangs some bodies in front. They nudge it loose. Lettinen has to scramble. And wow. Curry kept his eye on it. Boy, this is panic. Keep your eye. Keep your eye. Try to shelf it. Here it is. Shoot it here. <laughs> oh, he gets it with the boot. <laughs> and it falls right underneath. They'll have a look at that. You get pad, then off the pipe and out. This will tell you. Maybe. No goal. Oh, no goal. That is the... He went at him like a spider monkey there with a full scissor kick to keep that out. <laughs> there it is. Well, I mean, we live in a wild time. There's razorisms that we have not even gotten to yet. Um, Thank you guys again for everything, uh, everyone listening. Um, It's a wild time. Like I said, people, pitchers in the Major League Baseball um, affiliation are taking their pants off now in the middle of the field um, to make sure that they don't have any sticky foreign substances on on their bodies. 
Um, and with that being said, uh, Patrick, uh, tell the people what they need to do. Man, I'm going to say stay sassy, but I think I think you uh, I think you covered the sass for me this episode. I'm here for you. So you stay sassy. Absolutely. <laughs> Fellas, I guess you just got to you're going to need to stay moist. Except for Always. when you have your Conway Banks hockey bag and your uh, That's right. your moisture wicking f- foot pad. And with that <laughs> being right. said, don't you ever for any reason, no matter how much money is offered to you, forget those Kremer tattoos. Finally got it that time. Hell yeah.